Welcome to the Texas Cannabis Collective Weekly Update for the week of September 24th, 2022. I'm Jesse Williams. Likes and a subscribe go a long way to helping others get cannabis news updates. So like and subscribe. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at txcannaco.com and search for Lone Star Collective Podcast and Texas Cannabis Collective in your search engine to get updates about our show and weekly news. We've got upcoming events in Texas. On October 8th, there's a Texas Marijuana March and Freedom Festival at the Burnett Park in Fort Worth, Texas at 12 p.m. For more information, visit the Events tab in the menu of the Texas Cannabis Collective website. On October 15th is the Referendum Fest from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Private Park, 313 Nicola Avenue, San Marcos, Texas. This week in Cannabis News, the Oklahoma Supreme Court decided that Question 820 will not be on the ballot for the November 2022 election. A lawsuit which sought to compel the state to put the question on the ballot in November has not been fully resolved. This has prompted the court to deny the request. The issue at hand was that despite the initiative being turned in, in a timely manner, the review of signatures was taken out beyond the deadlines required to get the measure on the ballot. The campaign Yes on 820 filed the suit. After the decision, the campaign director Michelle Tilley stated, Of course we are disappointed that the court did not grant our request to place SQ820 on the November 2022 ballot. The justices wrote in a 9-0 opinion that the petitioners, quote, cannot show they have a clear right to get SQ820 on the November 2022 general election ballot, given the conditions of time constraints and resolutions still required. The court dismissed two separate legal challenges to signature certification, clearing the initiative's path for a vote during the state's next general or special election. The item could appear on 2023 or a 2024 Oklahoma ballot. Lone Star Collective and Texas Cannabis Collective updates are sponsored by Thrive Apothecary. For more information, visit thrivetx.com. Support also comes from Oak Cliff Cultivators. For more information, visit oakcliffcultivators.com. The Department of Justice recently stated in a court filing that marijuana users are dangerous like domestic violence criminals. The filing stated that, quote, marijuana users also engage in criminal activity that renders firearm possession dangerous, all bite for different reasons, i.e. the propensity for violence for domestic violence misdemeanors and the impairing effects of marijuana for marijuana users. The filing is a DOJ response to a lawsuit from Florida's Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried. Fried alleges that federal policy outlawing medical cannabis patients from the right to own firearms is unconstitutional. The Department of Justice is also requesting that the court dismiss the case or issue a summary judgment. A recent SCOTUS ruling from earlier this year, creating a higher standard for jurisdictions seeking to impose restrictions on gun rights, states that any such restrictions must be consistent with the historical context of the Second Amendment's original 1791 ratification. So now the Florida Department of Ag is asking if there is a historical precedent to justify the current federal policy prohibiting people that are admitting to using cannabis in a background check from purchasing or possessing firearms. Initially in August, the Biden administration Department of Justice stated that in a filing that it would be too dangerous to trust regular marijuana users to exercise sound judgment with firearms. The filing also states that the plaintiffs lack standing for their Rohrabacher-Farr amendment claims because they do not allege 
that DOJ expenditures caused them injury, and that since they do not allege the absent unspecified DOJ spending, stores that denied the plaintiff's gun sales would have committed a federal crime. Therefore, they failed to allege that their claimed Rohrabacher Farr injury is, quote, fairly traceable to the challenged action of the defendant and not the result of the independent action of some third party not before the court. Basically, the DOJ is stating that because the state of Florida has not forced the gun retailers to sell to these individuals despite their usage, to then have the DOJ expend funds to either take away the firearms or punish the firearm retailers, that neither the state or individuals have been injured by the state or the federal government, which they view as a requirement to file suit against the DOJ. That is it for this week in Cannabis News Review here at the Texas Cannabis Collective. If there's something going on in the Texas cannabis space that you think others should be aware of, just drop us a note on our contact form online. Have a safe week, Texas, and stay hydrated to beat the heat.